You're listening to the Inner Goddess Rising Podcast. My name is Ann Sison, and I'm here to help you kick your inner mean girl to the curb so you can attract the life you desire. Today, I want to talk to you about that saying, your vibe attracts your tribe. Have you ever noticed how true this is? If what you focus on grows, how you're vibing attracts what you'll get into your life and who you get. So let's dive into how your vibe works. What exactly is it, right? I'm sure we can all agree that we're made up of energy, right? Everything is energy and energy is a neutral force. This is a concept we all learned in science class. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be manipulated or transmuted. My belief is that each of us has our own energy. You might have different beliefs and that's okay, but I'm here to tell you mine. But our own energy is plugged into universal consciousness. Kind of like the matrix. Remember that movie? We are all conscious beings on our own journeys and we are each connected to the greater life force energy, which is a collective consciousness. Some call this collective consciousness God. Some call it the universe. Call it whatever you'd like to. It's whatever you believe, but it's a universal life force energy. Your consciousness directs the movement of your energy. Your thoughts literally can create more connection, creativity, and evolution, or they can create separation, stagnation, and destruction. What does your life look like right now? Is it feeling good, happy? What does it feel like? Or is it filled with challenges? Your thoughts impact your energy, and your energy attracts what's happening in your life. The outside world is a reflection of what is going on inside of you. Now don't let this start a negative mean girl spiral of thoughts and don't turn this off just yet. Hear me out. Energy is neutral, remember? So if you're feeling like you have no control over what's happening in your life, take a look at what you allow into your space. What do you watch on TV, read, or listen to? Is it negative, positive? What are the people in your life like? Do you frequently tune into police shows that show all kinds of drama? Do you watch the news? Which, honestly, the media is inundating us with all of this negativity right now. The more you tune into that kind of thing, that's how you're going to feel. So if energy is neutral, we need to watch what we're watching. Because if we're letting all that negative energy into our life, that's what we're going to create. So what are the people in your life like? Who do you hang around? Are they positive, negative, happy, sad? How do they make you feel? How do you feel when you're around the people that you hang around? Other people can deplete or raise your energy. Think about an upbeat and bubbly, happy person that you know. You probably love being in their presence. I have a friend who always seems to be giggly and happy, and she makes the most boring things fun for everyone around her. Her energy and happiness is literally infectious. I have also been in the presence of people who can bring an entire room down with negativity without even saying a word. You just look at them and feel that they are unhappy. Think about how you feel in your body around each type of person you have in your life. For me, the negativity feels heavy and dense, and I can feel it in my stomach right below my ribcage. It almost feels hard to breathe sometimes, and I can feel it in my shoulders too. I tend to sink into myself like a self-protection with rounded shoulders, trying to go within myself to escape the feeling in the room. If I'm not careful, I can take these feelings on either as my own or my inner mean girl can start thinking this person is unhappy because of something I did or said. 
even if I did nothing. That's how bad that inner mean girl voice can be. Limiting beliefs are always going to come up, but you don't have to accept them as truth. But now think about how you feel around that happy person. For me, that feels light and airy, especially when there's a lot of laughter. Really, laughter is the best medicine, isn't it? So why is this? Why do we feel other people's energy? The aura is why. Each of us has an aura, which is our energetic field. It begins inside the body through the chakras. There are many chakras, but people tend to know about the seven main chakras that run from the base of the spine all the way up through the crown of the head. The energy can either get stuck in the chakras or it can be overflowing. The chakras are spinning spirals of energy. Think of them like pools of water with a pipe connecting each of them. If the opening of the pipe gets clogged with muck, the water won't flow freely into the next pool. And if there's too much water in the pool, it overflows. You'll experience challenges in your life either way, stuck energy or overflowing energy. They both present their own challenges to be dealt with. Each chakra represents something in life from security and safety, basic needs in the root, all the way to a connection to divine consciousness in the crown. If all the chakras are healthy, life flows nicely. If not, you will likely feel some discomfort and disheveled feelings and life could be presenting challenges for you. A lot of people, myself included, want a quick fix to balance the chakras. And you can do that with meditations, yoga poses, certain crystals, colors, foods. But in my experience, you can use these quick fixes all you want to. They will momentarily work. But until you dig into the underlying cause of the energetic imbalance, the quick fix you did will just reverse and the chakras will quickly get imbalanced again. How do you know what that underlying cause is though? That is a process of looking at each area of your life and healing your issues. Limiting beliefs are looked at as well as your hopes, dreams, and your relationships. How do you respond to challenges in life? Do you blame others and take on a victim mindset? Or do you turn to the mirror and ask what you could be doing to attract the negativity? I know that this is bold of me to say, but I wanna challenge you here. Think about how you've been interacting with the world. You have the power to change your life. You and only you. You cannot change anyone on this earth except yourself. You can control your thoughts, your actions, and your reactions. That's it. The energy of the aura is your body's energy, which begins with the chakras, and it extends out as far as 10 feet from your body. Auras have different colors for each person depending on how they're feeling or the type of person they are. There's people that have black auras, bright white auras, any color of the rainbow. Some people have rainbow auras. I'm still learning about the auras, but the aura is the reason you feel the energy of other people. Plants and animals even have auras. That's why you can feel so much better when you get into nature. You go out in nature, think about how you feel when you go out for a walk in the forest. You always feel refreshed, don't you? Or get by the ocean. The ocean refreshes so many people. The more intense of a feeling you're experiencing, the farther out and stronger your aura can be felt by other people. So if someone is having a neutral day, they might not really affect you. But if they're super positive or super negative, you will likely feel it. It's very important to discharge your energy each day. The body has natural ways of doing this through sleep, dreams, laughter, crying, and anger. If you're a person who thinks you don't need sleep, you're likely not discharging enough energy. 
What comes to mind for me is when I've had a particularly emotional day, I get really sleepy. I can be emotionally charged and in a fight or flight mood, and then after a while that wears me out. The fight leaves me, and I just want to sleep. Once I wake up, I feel better, generally. Are you a person who doesn't like to express your emotions? It's so important to cry when you feel sad. Holding onto the emotions and not letting them out will become energy that gets stuck in your body. I've learned through yoga that energy can be released with yoga, energy that you didn't even know you had inside you. Once I was in a yoga class, and honestly, I don't remember what poses we even did, that teacher was great at vinyasa flow and moved us through total body movement. So I can't even begin to tell you what the poses were. But from what I've learned through yoga, I would imagine there were heart opening poses along with hip openers because the body tends to hold on to the emotions in those places. At the end of the class during one Shavasana, all I remember her saying is, you are enough. And for some reason that particular day, it made me cry. Laying there in a yoga class, tears streaming down my face and thinking, I am enough, damn it. All of your thoughts, your limiting beliefs, your inner mean girl voice, they all can cause trapped emotions. The next time you catch yourself in a negative spiral, reacting to something or someone, or even talking horribly to yourself, ask yourself what's really going on inside you. This is a radical thought to some people, but you are literally attracting everything you are experiencing into your life with your thoughts and your emotions. I'm not telling you that to give you more to be mean to yourself about. I only want to create an awareness within you so you can consciously choose better thoughts and a more peaceful and joyful path in life. You can visualize the life you want to attract. Your brain does not know the difference between real and imagined. As long as you are feeling the feelings you would feel if you attracted it. Feel everything as you go. Visualization is nearly as powerful as the real thing. That's why when you hear stories about people practicing something in their minds day after day, and then they are able to go perform as if they had really been practicing, you can master things in your mind. Let's take a look at this from a negative standpoint now. First of all, each of us sees the world through our own unique perception. We can each have a different opinion about the same thing, and we're all right. Your unique filter is made up of your beliefs, memories, and your genetic makeup. When a potentially stressful situation arises, you are viewing it from your unique perception based on your beliefs and your memories and things that you've experienced. So let's say you know you'll be having a run-in with someone, like a boss or a family member. You begin to anticipate the meeting in your mind. And now I'm going to get into science a little bit. Your neurotransmitters activate neurons in your brain, which create pictures in your mind. The pictures stimulate specific neuropeptides that send chemical signals to your body. You feel yourself getting tense and stressed based on the pictures your mind is showing you and what you think is surely going to happen, right? That's because the peptides activate your adrenal glands, which produce adrenaline and cortisol. Those are the fight or flight hormones. I don't know about you, but I have had entire arguments while in the shower in my mind with people and gotten so worked up and stressed out before even seeing the person. It's crazy, isn't it? These are the thoughts that create our reality. These are limiting beliefs. You can beat yourself up just as bad with your inner mean girl as you can have a complete battle with a person without ever being in contact with them. So you take your internal battle to the meeting 
the real meeting, and you're already worked up. How do you think you're going to react to the person when you see them? You're already anticipating a battle, so a battle will be reflected back to you. These neural pathways can be changed. Your transmitters keep going down the same pathways in your brain because these are well-worn paths. Think about your transmitters and pathways like a forest and trails. We can make new trails, but it's not easy, and we have to keep doing it over and over again in order to make that new trail. The trails that are already there, those are easier to follow. They might not be the best trails, but they're easier. And why would in our brain take the path of least resistance? All it takes is a shift in the way you think about things. It's not easy, but it's entirely possible to not have these internal battles become your reality. Imagine what life would feel like if you didn't get worked up over little things before they even happen. Remember what I said goddess energy is? You're beautiful from the inside out. You're confident. A goddess stands in her truth and authenticity. She's loved and desired because she carries a calmness and lighthearted spirit that radiates to everyone who gets close to her. She has magnetic energy. This magnetic energy is what attraction is all about. It's not about how you look. It's about how you be. It's how you be to yourself and how you be to the world around you. But it starts with me and it starts with you. It's a feeling. In my Facebook group on September 18th, I have an Unleash Your Inner Goddess Challenge starting. If you're ready to unleash the goddess within you so that you can experience more joy, love, health, and abundance, click the link in the notes or head over to my Facebook group, which is also called Inner Goddess Rising. The group is free to join and we would love to see some new faces in there. so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it and share with everyone you know who might benefit from it. I look forward to seeing everyone in our Facebook group, Inner Goddess Rising. Have a great week.